Hare Krishna, greetings from New Jersey. Um, we'll start with the verse and then I'll have some commentary, also personal commentary. Um, reading from Sri Chaitanya Bhagavat. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Ye Prabhu Deki Te Sarva Devi Kamyakari Se Prabhu Nachaye Sarva Ganera Gochare. All the demigods desire to see that Lord who is now dancing before the eyes of one and all. Omagana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhistam Stapitam yena bhutale, swayam rupa kadamayam dadati sa padantikam, vanchakalpa turubhyascha kripa sindhu bhayevacha, patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo nama. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivas Adi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So maybe some of you have seen my Monday morning greetings, which uh, announced the passing away of my, my dear mother. Um, excuse me if I didn't mention something before. It happened this week, but anyway, the way I thought was just better for me to say it all at once. And the, I knew I was going to write a Monday morning greetings to say it all at once. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll say a few words and then uh, maybe I can ask. If Gail would want to say something, that would be really nice because Gail was one of my mother's good friends. Um, well, uh, she was a very, very powerful woman. I mean, the fact that she lived to over 100 years and lived to 100th year uh, and was quite accomplished, uh, you know, and uh, you know, she came from what we call the greatest generation. You know, there's the X generation, the millennials. Mine was the baby boomers. The baby boomers were called the me generation because they lost that sense of duty above self. But, you know, my parents' generation, my, my father went into the, the war and, uh, you know, my relatives volunteered. You know, they just was an idle protest. They actually put their lives on the line. And, they, you know, my mother worked for the war effort back. Of 
course, then uh, our generation got a little bit spoiled. But they had those principles. I mean, the fact that my mother stayed with my father for 50 years and then never got married. And uh, so they had a certain dedication that was quite admirable. And she was quite a talented person. She was a, a poet. She was an actress. She was... Um, she... Uh, uh, produced, wrote, and directed dramas. And uh, she was uh, a uh, successful business lady by herself. She had a store in New York called Doris's Boutique. Um, and uh, she had an incredible uh, sense of humor. So I'll just show you. Uh, I, I went to her house yesterday those of you who are not from America, that's um, in, in 1944, there was an election. So this was a, um, it's actually professional cartooning. That's Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And he ran against someone called Thomas Dewey. And of course, my parents were for Roosevelt at that time. So these were... Um, there was a book published and it actually featured in the centerfold, my mother's during the war. Um, there was a lot about the people who went to the war, but these people wanted to write about the experience of the people who were back, especially the women. And uh, these were V-mails because they, they had to save paper or something. So my mother would make these incredible um, drawings on these emails and very creative with poems and drawings and uh, that would be sent but in the uh of course you know i think that i forgot the author said that a person who remembered you know not so much what they accomplished but how they made people feel and i think in the in in a vaishnav tradition it's it's more the spiritual aspect so I'll just verbalize my Monday morning greetings and explain what I wrote about is I was trying to remember this particular point, which I finally remembered. But every time I tried to write it down, I couldn't write it down. And somehow or other it was so puzzling because I just couldn't remember it. And then, you know, I got a message from my brother that my mother passed away. Um relatively uh relatively peaceful kind of suddenly um and then uh i understood i should do something in her honor and that's the monday morning greetings but i always planned to publish that article um the mind mother and food in her honor but the problem was that i had just put that for a hundredth birthday so I told another story, and I think this is the most uh, significant glorification of my mother. Although, um, you know, with COVID, funerals are very much different. So I just got a message that it was just at the gravesite. I was expecting, you know, I mean, just really immediate family. And I think because COVID, they have it outside and people people don't go inside anymore, especially when they're older. 
And when someone's 100 years old, 100, almost, yeah, over 100 years old, especially people are cautious. But uh, yeah, my nieces with, with air and uh, they were brilliant. They're, they're, offerings about you know my mother's power their women and how empowered they were by her and uh yeah very when i look back at it an extremely powerful person in, in in so many ways um but this is more the spiritual aspect and i told this story and it, it always uh uh stuck with me very very powerfully is I used to live in an old house. It used to be called Satsrup Marge's house. I lived on the roof. If you know where the Gurukul building was, there was a college opposite and uh, behind the college wall on the other side, there were some buildings. And uh, when I came, there was nothing there but the development. So I, I, I had a room on the roof and I was going out to the, uh, to maybe the evening Arctic and, just as I approached the gate, I saw Dr. Fakir Mohan kind of walking really quickly, really quickly towards the gate. And I kind of ran out to greet him and he kind of acknowledged me, but something was on his mind. He said, where is Bhakti Chaitanya's house? Where is Bhakti Chaitanya's house? Unfortunately, Vrindavan, if a sannyasi gets a house, the house is named after him even though they never stay there. Like I stayed in Satrup Marge's house for several years. He only came there once. Bhakti Chaitanya maybe came twice. But anyway, he said, I want to see Partha Sarthi Goswami. I want to see Partha Goswami. I said, well, I, know, I, I know where he is. He says, let's go. So I, I went and Partha Sarthi Goswami, who usually stays in Govardhan, never stays in Vrindavan. And it's, if you know where the MVT is, his house is two or three houses down to the right on the same side. So he went in and, and Parthasarthi Goswami was sitting on the bed and he got off and paid obeisances. And uh, I really appreciated that about Dr. Fakir Mohan. He was arguably the most learned Vaishnav on, in the history of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Now, not in the history, he was the most learned, but about the history of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. He had a PhD, he had a, a, a doctor of a DLIT, that's your second PhD. And uh, so he came in and, and Parthasarthi Goswami said, you know, I really want to hear you sing Mangala Gitam. Mangala Gitam, maybe it's an Arian song or Bengali song, but it's expressing the mood of Srimati Radharani as Krishna is mounting the chariot to leave for um, to leave for uh, leave Vrindavan, and Doctor uh, Dr. Fakir Mohan, I mean, his, the power of his voice and the bhakti in it, and he just belted out this Mangala Gita with with such heart wrenching devotion on each word. And I'm sitting there, I'm enjoying this. And then Parthasarthi Goswami says, well, I have to go now. I'm really sorry. He's very apologetic. I was kind of, oh my God, right now? He said, well, yeah, you know, 
I left home like 20, 25 years ago. My sister was six years old, you know, and now my mother, my aunt, my younger brother, and my younger sister are all here. And I promised to meet them at six o'clock or something. And then Dr. Fakirmon said, I will also go. I will also go. I will also go. And he had such fervor for that, that, okay, let's go. We'll all go together. So we walk into the MVT and Parthasarthi Goswami's mother comes out of the room. And as far as my remembrance, a very stately lady, not makeup, just curly gray hair and a, a, a dress, kind of a one-piece dress down to her ankles. They're from Oxford. Parthasarthi's Goswami's father was a commandant in the Royal Air Force. Very, and as soon as we, his mother comes out, Dr. Fakir Mohan pays like deep, deep obeisances. Deep, deep obeisances. And uh, um, uh, uh, Parthasarthi Goswami was like, like uh, he didn't know what to say. And the mother was looking there and she was quite dignified. And, and the brother was there, oh my God. And then the sister and the aunt and, he get, gets up and Parthasarthi Goswami, remember, he tries to kind of explain who this person was that's falling on the ground. And maybe he said, this is Dr. Fakir Mohan. He, he's the former, the, the chairman of the Sanskrit department of Utkal University, one of the biggest universities in India. He's a Baba Bhakta. That means he has the highest stage of devotion. He's a Naishtika Brahmachari. It means he's a lifelong celibate. And he's a Sangeetacharya. His singing is renowned for devotion. And very sheepishly, Dr. Fakir Mohan says, this is our culture. And then he catches himself and he says, no, we feel it. And then he starts quoting from the Bhagavatam with Shastran logic about that if someone becomes a devotee, 14 generations are liberated. And then he goes, if they're liberated, then 14 generations from, and he goes on and on, verse after verse, and explain, you know. So that really struck with me. So I can't say I have that power of devotion, but I do have the, this is my, my um, this is my Monday morning greetings. I do have the confidence that whatever service that I sincerely performed um, for Srila Prabhupada, um, that she'll get credit for it. And I'm, I'm going to give two examples why I, I, I really feel confident about this. Um, one is uh, after she came, she came to Vrindavan, that's a blessing. I mean, I mean, whose mother comes to Vrindavan? I mean, that is God's grace. And they had some experience there that changed their, their perspective of Krishna consciousness. A year later, she calls me and I said, and at that time we didn't have our own phones. You had to go to a, a store and, and book a call. No one had phones in India. So she said, where are you now? I said, I'm in Vrindavan. And with such emotion and affection, she said, how is my Vrindavan? And, uh, you know, since then, uh, 
she had unbounding respect for the devotees, unbounding respect, and they had unlimited affection for her. The other thing that really struck me, which I, I wanted to share is, you know, I was in Colombia, and then I got stuck in Colombia, and okay, three weeks, when, when I, I got stuck another week, and I started to feel a little bit bad, you know, that I hadn't been able to visit my mother, because she's getting so old and how, how many how many opportunities you'll have. And, you know, anyway, I was, I was able to call her from there and she seemed okay, that was okay. I got back at Friday, it was a red eye flight. And despite me thinking that I'm Superman, it did kind of disorient me. Um, and then Monday was Janmashtami. And what I did here is Tota Gopinath and Kadamba we went to Lal Govindas and we did Kirtan. He has beautiful worship places, very spiritual atmosphere. And then we went to uh, uh, Gokishwar and Jai Shri Radhe, beautiful deities. I Kirtan, I spoke there. And then we took Darshan in the temple. But while we were there, I said I should I should visit my mother and I called up and I walked into the house. Um, I walked into my mother's house. And the maid usually the not the maid, her her caretaker usually says, wait, I'll wake her up or wait, I'll tell her you're coming. She said, just go in. And I went in and you know, COVID was very heavy for elderly people. So you can imagine for the, you know, for one year, she couldn't see anybody. No one could come see her. And her hearing aid broke and she's deaf in one ear and they couldn't understand the phone. Until I got there, I figured out that she didn't have a hearing aid. That was last time. That was that thing. So it was disoriented and you can never tell what state of consciousness she was in. But I came in and she was sitting. She would sit on a recliner chair and her feet were out. She was, never know how she'll be dressed. She was quite well dressed. And she saw me and her head moved like in the mode of goodness. She just turned her head and she, she smiled how happy she was to see me. But it was very, very, and then I said, how are you? She says, I'm very happy. I have no complaints. She said, maybe when I get better, I'd like to spend more time outside. But there's two types of, of, of and you can detect this, there's two types of smiles. One, it, it, it's caused by some external stimulus. You can be miserable and smile. You can be miserable and laugh. And another is caused by contentment in the heart. And it's, it, it's, it's kind of, um, you can kind of see it. So I was kind of shocked because I, I tell you, even when she was alive, uh, not alive, but even when she was energetic and powerful and uh, um, I've never seen her so peaceful. And I'm not a sentimental person. I'm philosophical first. 
I never saw her so peaceful and I never saw her so content. So I sat there with her, what I do, and, and usually also, she doesn't care what's on the television. She told me that. She, it's just like company. And usually you can't even hear it and she's partially deaf, but this time it's somehow on loud. And what the show is on, which I found interesting for a different kind of reason, it was called 90 Day Fiance. I have never heard of this show. Um, but it was, a, anyway, it was scenes of somehow people getting together. I, I don't know. But the scene was from India. <laughs> I walked into the scene was from India and uh, it was about an older lady marrying a young uh, from the West marrying a, but she looks she said it's India isn't it very interesting um, anyway I sat with her and talked with her whatever it is and then before I left uh, she reached out with her hand and I grabbed her hand like you know very affectionately and she smiled very contently. So I walked out of the room and I saw Annabelle, who was her caretaker. And I said, I, I never saw her so happy and vibrant. I think she's going to live for many, many more years. And, uh, and then I got in the car and there was Kadumba and Tota Gopinath who were coming. I, I told them the same thing. And then I sent the message to um, her favorite niece, Emily. Um, her favorite niece, Emily, saying, call her now. I, you know, it looks like she's in a happy mood. So it was kind of a, um, it was kind of to me a testation of somehow the effect that children can have on, on parents when they actually dedicate themselves to God. Um, because it was, and, and you know, and then right after that, you know, shortly after that, day or something then she 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 left so uh yeah so and at my vyasa puja because the 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 system and this i was told by this dr fakir mohan i was in puri and uh this devotee named john charini italian american um his father had passed away and he called me, what should I do? And then I asked Dr. Fakir Mohan and he said, well, you offer the, you feed the Vaishnavas and you offer the Jagannath Prasad to the Vaishnavas. And he said, there will be an effect. This is called Pinda, they will, will feel it. So I think on my Vyas Puja, I'm gonna get the proper picture on the side for my mother to sit and, uh, I'm hoping I'll ask the Ravals. I'm going to speak to them if we can put the Jagannath deities and offer the Pasad and then offer the Pasadam to my mother.
with the blessings of the devotees. And uh, I think that's the main thing, that she got the blessings and affection of so many Vaishnavas. And, uh, and therefore, it, it, when someone is 25, uh, not, when someone is over 100 years old and they pass away, and you kind of see the condition is actually so fragile, and you know that um, the quality of life is going down, down, down. And I can see that after a hundred, your body is just so fragile that, you know, it's just like you have COVID, people with comorbidities, they're mostly the people that get so ill and there's no, there's no greater co comorbidity than, uh, you know, being over a hundred. And also Pradyumna Prabhu, who is a Sanskrit pundit, he told me about a couple of years ago when I told my mother's age, he said that, you know, that has to be respected. That has to be respected. Okay. Um, and uh, I'll just, one thing my mother requested, which my brother said is don't laugh at her at the funeral. <laughs> So, um, cause anyway, she did so many humorous things. So, but, uh, um, well, I controlled myself from telling my stories, but, uh, should I tell one here? Let's see. Uh, um, okay. Uh, Gail, Gail. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Would you like to say something? Oh, yeah, I would like to say many things. Well, for one thing, I have to start off with, I don't know if this counts as a super soul experience, but, you know, I don't know why it is that just yesterday morning, I asked myself, will I get to experience another birthday with your mother. Just yesterday, I had no idea that she passed because I didn't get to the Monday morning greetings. So I'm learning only in this class yeah. that she's no longer with us. Yeah. But um, anyway, oh, and, and now I am so doubly grateful that you gave me that opportunity to speak to her um, a couple of months ago. So thank you again so, so much for that. Um, and I, I, you know, I learned, I learned, even though, you know, we, we spent your yearly Vyasa Pujas together, but I, I learned so much about her life just from you in this class. So that was really interesting. Um, my, the, the, the prominent memories of her that stuck with me, well, I mean, of course she was um, a phenomenal, comedian you know she was a laugh a minute and extremely witty but even though she had you laughing every minute th there was a constant undercurrent of her sweetness you know she was you, you know she just exuded sweetness and love somehow and you know 
And mixed in with that, she had a great deal of pride for her three sons. So that, you know, always came across. But I'll just end. <laughs> she said, you know, I mean, it's like her, her last, in, in her last breath, she was being funny when she said, you know, don't laugh at me at my funeral. But I have to say, you know, my, <laughs> my favorite memory of her made, my, made it my favorite Vyasa Puja. And some of you will have, will have witnessed this. And you'll probably know what I want to say, but it was that time <laughs> when um, you had you had just been giving out cookies, and and she poked you. She reached out and poked you with her cane, <laughs> and and later on, when I asked her why she did that. She says she did that because she wanted another cookie. <laughs> that was just the, uh, that, that memory will never go old. It will never get old. So, yeah, so, yeah, that was your mom for me. She was just sweetness, wittiness, and love personified. Okay, well, thank you, Gail. Hi, Krishna. Gail was her best friend. <laughs> Gail was really her best friend. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll go on. I think it's uh, if anyone is at my Vyasa Puja, then there'll be an opportunity. She'll get the prasadam. And uh, I guess, uh, yeah, what uh, my nieces said that, you know, because her relatives talked about her so much, she uh, became quite, no. Okay. Now, the uh, Chaitanya Bhagavad. Um, we'll have to change the rasa a bit, but uh, I'll leave some time at the end. Okay, uh, this is where the mercy begins for everyone, including my mother. It begins in the, uh, you know, so is my picture on the screen now when I'm talking? I'm just just wondering, because I don't see it. Um, yes, Maharaj. Okay. okay, back. Okay. Um, Lord Chaitanya, Lord Chaitanya's moon is rising and it ain't surprising that there's dancing in the street telling everyone we meet. There was a famous song written by one of Prabhupada's disciples. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is after sannyas with following his travels and, and he went to Puri and then he went to Mathura, Vrindavan. And he was staying in the house of Vidya Bichaspati and then spontaneously wanting to go, he went across the river and Vidya Bichaspati was blamed, thinking that he was hiding him and he was already crushed out of that separation. So some Brahmin told him he saw Lord Chaitanya go across the river 
Then he told the people he's in this other town, not here. They all went. And he found Lord Chaitanya and uh, so many other people started coming. And then Lord Chaitanya went out and, and joined the, the Kirtan, which is a manifestation of the um, a manifestation of the highest ecstasy. When, when we look at things, we tend to look at things externally as we would feel. But you have to understand when Lord Chaitanya is chanting the holy name, he's feeling the energy of the direct energy of Prema between God and his devotees. And he's experiencing him from both sides because he is God and he is the devotee. And this is a, a feature of, of Gorla, some exhibit as Mahapakash and the devotees would be chanting in, in, in ecstasy and he would be giving them blessings. And then sometime, most of the times he's in the mood of a devotee. So it's just describing this incredible feeling that is also accessible to us if we uncover the consciousness. And this is why Prem Kirtan is so important and, and, and why Prabhupada taught Prem Kirtan, where it's Trinada, peace, and Ichena, more, more tolerant, to, more, lower than the straw in the street. And, Prajumna Prabhu, Prabhupada's Sanskrit Pandit, told me that if you look at grass, it has a beautiful effect, but no blade stands out and says, look at me. It's all about the overall effect. And when people have that consciousness in kirtan, when they really leave their ego at the door, then they can have this same experience they can have this same experience. And, and, and it's one of the reasons why God, we make it difficult for ourselves, but God facilitates that because he knows that that ego will cover us from experiencing that thing of prema that's worth any kind of difficulty we, we, would we, we would have to undergo to get it. That's what prema means. That that consciousness is so good that anything you undergo to get it is a bargain. So Lord Chaitanya is experiencing this. Um, so God now is dancing in Premaras. Um, and all the J Prabhu, all the demigods, Dekite Sarva, Deve, they came because Kamyakar, they desire to see, say Prabhu, that Prabhu is Nachie, Nachie, he's dancing. Sarva Ganera, among all the group in the eyes. He's dancing. So these are all expressions of his love and they're composed of that love. And when you hear it or you see it, you feel that love. 
And that's what love means. When you want to serve someone, you become one with their desire. <laughs> so if someone desires to serve God and has that prema and you want to serve them, somehow or other, that gives you access to their feelings. A mata sarva loka mahanande base samsara tarila chaitanyera parakasa. In this way, everyone floated in an ocean of ecstasy. Sarva loke, everyone. Mahanan, the great base, an ocean of mahanan, of the greatest. They're floating. That's the only analogy that you can be described because what happens when you float? When you float, you're totally relaxed. Something is carrying you. You have no effort. Therefore, going in the Dead Sea where you can float effortlessly, it's just so relaxing to float. But this is Mahanan. What are you floating in? You're floating in the ecstasy samsara tarila chaitanya the entire world was delivered by the appearance of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu yataka ayese loka dase dikhaite shabe asiya deke prabhure nachite people came from the 10 directions to see the lord dance don't underestimate how quickly word spreads without internet in a village. It's the game of telephone. Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? And then it, it just snowballs. So people are running. Baya Nahi, not overwhelmed. Prabhura, Vibala Premaras. Deke sarva loke shuka sinde maje vas. Being overwhelmed with ecstatic love, the Lord lost external consciousness. Abhaya, external, nahi. He didn't have that external consciousness. Deke sarva, everyone seeing that, shuka sinde maje, they floated, everyone floated in an ocean of happiness. Kuliyara prakashe yateke papi chila utama madhyam niche shabe para hoila. All the sinners of Kaliya, the slightly sinful, the moderately sinful, and the greatly sinful were delivered. They have a, a higher standard of sinful <laughs> than we do. Slightly sinful. Did you chant your rounds today, Prabhu? <laughs> you follow a codice. <laughs> sinful means to go against devotion. So we're we're at least in that category of slightly sinful. That's what sinful means. Ishad upe tasya, turning away from God. It's a matter of consciousness. Kulia Gramate Chaitanya Parakas Ihara Shabane Sarva Karma Vandanas. 
One who hears about the Lord's manifestations in Kulia is freed from the bondage of all fruitive activity. So the Shastra always has a full Shruti. What is the fruit of hearing? And it, it just doesn't mean casual. It means with sincerity. Just like in the Bhagavatam, the second verse says, just by hearing once, God will come in the heart. But hearing once means what? With faith. Faith opens the heart to spiritual experience. Faith opens the heart to spiritual experience. Because you don't hear what you don't like. This is called confirmation by we hear what we like, we don't hear what we don't like. It's 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 within the conditioned soul. And we tend not to like to hear surrender. <laughs> We tend not to like to hear surrender. After giving darshan to everyone and filling their hearts with happiness, Mahaprabhu sat down with his associates and returned to external consciousness. Henai Samaye Eka Asiya Brahmana Dridakari Daralena Prabhuacharana. At that time, one Brahmana came there and firmly grabbed the Lord's feet. Dvijabali Prabhu Mora Eka Nevedana Achi Taha Kohe Yade Shane Dehe Man. The Brahmin said, O Lord, I have one request. I will tell you what it is if you will hear me with attention for one moment. So it's something on his mind and he wants the Lord to consider it seriously. This is what happens in, in this Leela. You're just following Lord Chaitanya and there are so many things that are just instructive. in the behavior of Lord Chaitanya and the words of Lord Chaitanya. Bhaktira Prabhav Mushi Pape Najaniya Vaishnava Karinu Ninda Apana Kaya. I'm so sinful that I did not know the glories of devotional service. So I degraded myself by blaspheming all the Vaishnavas. Kali Yuge Kasira Vaishnav Ki Kirtana a mata aneka nindinu anukshana. I would always make blasphemous statements like, who can be a Vaishnava in Kali Yuga? And what is this kirtan? Ebe Prabhu se Papa Karma Sanirite. Anukshana chitta more dahi sarvama. O Lord, when I now remember those sinful activities, my heart constantly burns with repentance. So 
this is repentance is so important. Repentance, because the enemy is the false ego. And the enemy is the false ego and the false ego is a sense of superiority. So it burns in repentance because repentance is the deep acknowledgement that I did wrong. And the concept of being wrong is antithetical to the concept of superiority. And it's so difficult to actually, it's so difficult to actually acknowledge that. It's so difficult to acknowledge that. Um, And, uh, uh, you know, when you take initiation, there's actually something called pancha samskara. And one of the samskaras, the first one is tapa. And tapa means to burn, it's a, but it's the same word for remorse. Because you can get physically burned. I think they even talked in one initiation of like a branding or something. You could be physically burnt or consciousness ego burnt. And that concept that I'm wrong, that humility. Even if you look, I know a lot of people into the 12 step recovery, and the first thing is of spiritual life that impels one forward is, is that type of consciousness. and admit mission. And, and that's what the tragedy of, 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 of wealth is, the tragedy of position, the tragedy of beauty, the tragedy of education. The tragedy is, is that intoxication with ego, which puts you in such a lonely place because when you feel disconnected from God, it doesn't matter how many people are worshiping you, how many people are glorifying you. It's a lonely place unless you can feel love. And uh, you can't do that without remorse, a reasonable remorse, not a guilt, a humility remorse. And that's the story of the wives of the, the wives of the Brahmins. or the Brahmins, when they realize that their wives were much more spiritually qualified than them, because 
they had devotion. And obviously the top quality is the quality of heart. We don't like people who are just rich and famous. We like people who are humble and loving. And they kind of realize that and they condemn themselves and the word is tapa. They felt remorse. So no matter what this Brahmin did and what blasphemy, he felt remorse. And he's making himself a candidate to experience the mercy and love of God that is already there. Oh Lord, when I now remember those sinful activities, a prabhu se papa karma sanarite anukshana chitta my heart mora dahe sarva mate it it samsaradava it burns my heart burns sanarite when i think of papa karma when i think of my papa karma my sinful activities anukshana my heart Chitta constantly burns with repentance. Samsara Udhara Singha Tomara Pratap Palamora Ki Rupe Kondaye Sepap. To deliver the entire world, you are as powerful as a lion. Please tell me how to nullify those sins. On hearing the sincere words of that Brahmin, see Sachinandana smiled and gave him the remedy. So, what was his what was his qualification? A kaitava. His qualification is he's without duplicity. And ultimately speaking, the process of bhakti is the process without duplicity. Because you're making sacrifice not to get something in return, but to give to God and give to the devotees and give to others. Therefore, bhakti is without duplicity. Because it's love. And when, you, when you're seeking something in return, it's not a kaitava, and it's not a hoitaki, it's not causeless. It's not causeless. That's why bhakti is susukam kartam avyam, it's joyfully performed. Why is bhakti so joyfully performed? Because it's a hoitaki, it has no motive. You're not doing it for anything or to get anything. And therefore the process itself is joyful. Jnana marg is not a, a, a kaitava. It, it, you, you want something for yourself. Karma is certainly not a kaitava. And bhakti is militantly not a kaitava. Dharma kaitavotra. Paramo namatsara nam satam. It's for devotees who are near matsara. 
They don't have envy. They're not seeking dominance and superiority in the world. And therefore the Dharma that is Kaitava, Dharma, Kaitava, Projita, Jita to give to, it's extremely given up in Bhakti. It's extremely given up. That Dharma, which is Kaitava, that Dharma, which is I'm, I'm, I'm performed because spirituality is love, it's heart. And when that Dharma is performed, I'll do this to get this. It's not really deeply spiritual because it's Kaitava. So we'll read next thing of Lord Chaitanya's um, Lord Chaitanya's uh, his answer. I'll just show you one more drawing by my mother that she sent to my father when she has a a birthday, and she my father's in in Hawaii. And then she, this is, I'll read the poem. It was happy birthday every year from one to 22, but my 23rd will have no cheer because I have no you. So she was a simple poet. Um, while we're at it, I'll just show two more. This is her joy when it's V-Day and victory is there. So you can see it's, she's quite creative. And uh, this is the clock she made and sent to my father. Hawaii, Fort Hamilton, Indifitown Gap, Fort Dix, Camp Kilmar, Fort Hamilton, California, Hawaii, gone for one year. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Anybody like to say hello today? I should mention one thing there. I, I naturally there's some sadness in my family, but mostly it, it's, it's joy for my mother that she didn't have to suffer and that she lived a good full life and that she got blessings for so many people. So anybody like to say something? Hi, Bill Maharaj. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for class. Thank you for um, sharing your mother with us. I wanted to say when Gail started to speak, I was standing right next to Gail <laughs> when your mother poked you with that cane. Well, it, it was. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the whole story now. You know, I told them to. You know, my mother would, during the Vyas Puja and the whole thing with throwing flowers, I just said, you know, move her chair a little bit away. You know, not like right close to my mood. So as soon as she got there, she said, move it up. <laughs> and then 
I was giving out, and I gave her a cookie first. I gave everybody cookies. And then I get this poke. And then I looked at her. She said, I want another cookie. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess that was charming. It was, it was, it was, it was very charming. And I okay. remember another memory. I wasn't at that Biasa Puja, but um, uh, Bryn had told me she was sitting at the table with your mother and probably Gail as well. And uh, Bryn reported back that your mother probably said, you all call him Danya Naraswamy. I just call him Denny. <laughs> I can tell many stories. Yeah. No, actually, everyone in my family knows she calls me his holiness, actually. Okay. Thank you. Anybody else just like to say hello? Thank you. Hare Krishna Maharaj, Sardeshwari here. Thank you so much for sharing your heartfelt realizations in, in that confronting moment of death of your mother. Yeah. And um, I like the point when you mentioned that when we truly want to love someone, when we truly love someone and want to serve someone, we somehow have access to their true feelings and to their, their heart. So I, I thought that it really reflects as well how, your, how you understood your mom very well, how you understood your, her mood, because I guess from the whole family, you were the one only who truly served her. As a devotee, you yeah. you truly took her to Vrindavan. You gave her the true love. So okay. I like that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, anyone just want to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Bo. Thanks very much for sharing everything. Okay. You can also read about it. it it's coming out in that Monday morning greetings. Okay. Thank you so much. Yes, we we already have. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj. Tote Gopinath here. Kishore Radha. And for you. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Okay. Hi, Bo. Yes. Sarva Boma. Hey, Sarva. Nice to see you. Yeah, I saw your notice about your mother, and it's. I think it's such a wonderful blessing that you got to see her, not, you know, at the time you did, and such a positive frame of mind that she was in. And. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Nice to see you, Sarva. We had good memories ourselves in, in, in Cambridge. Yes. Yes, Marge. Hi, Bo. Okay. Hi, Bo. One second there. Um, Yoga Maya, maybe give me five minutes. I'm finishing my class. Okay. 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 Anybody else? Okay. Gloria. Hi, Krishna. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Hari Bo. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hari Bo. Die. Please accept your cardinalises. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Anybody else? Hari Krishna. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Namastake here. Hare Thank Bo. you for sharing your lovely mother with us. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Please come on the Tara. Thank you, Shordas. Hare Bo. Hare Krishna Maharaj, I was just hearing the story about the, the poking, and I that's Devya Sapusha, I was present. So I remember the 
seeing your mother poking you, it was uh, it was so sweet to see it. It was so your, what? It was sweet to see your interaction. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hi, Bo. Thank you. Also, um, I took note of uh, faith opens up the heart to the experience. Um, I really need to, uh, to reflect more on that. I really liked it. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you. Haribo. Haribo. Okay, a few more people, and then I have to go. I have an, a call. Anybody else? Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you, Maharaj. Someone, or one or both of you today, so we'll see. Yeah, I will be there. Oh, great, great. <laughs> yes. okay. You'll tell me about your retreat. I'm yes, I will. Here. And condolences on your mother. Okay. Hi, Bo. Hi, Anybody Bo. else? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Hare Bo. This is Brother Ade Guru Maharaj. Uh, Hare Bo. Jai. Hare. I was there at uh, CNJ for Janmashtami. I, I came early, but I didn't see you. But the deities were incredible. Wow. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Um, you're leaving soon. Yes. Sri Rupa is going to contact you about next Sunday if you're free. Yes, she did. I'm coming. Okay, thank you. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. From Vrindavan. I hope you're there when I come. That's all I can say. But I don't have that power. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Okay. I'll be headed out now. Bunch of culprits.